In three, two. What's up? My name is Carly. And I'm Sam. And this is I, Two Pals in a Pod. <laughs> Welcome to episode 35 of Two Towels, Two Towels in a Closet. Um, <laughs> that's what you're listening to. Welcome to the linen closet. Um, 35 sounds kind of like a lot. Sounds like the dawn of Karen. You know what? 35 is the amount of times that I've thrown my hair's hands up this week and said fuck it i'm ready to die goodness gracious so we have a pretty full week this week for you guys um considering we haven't recorded for the past two weeks a lot of life's been happening at warp speed so we're not gonna have a lot of structured topics this week it's a bit more cash so i think we can start with why we didn't record last week at least last week we were busy prepping for a wedding, but not just any wedding. Our beautiful, lovely friends, Leah and Nicole, they got married last weekend, and the odds were against us. For sure. Um, Jamie was a guest at the wedding, and I was in the wedding, but we stayed at the same Airbnb together. Um, Let's start with how that weekend went for you versus how it went for me, okay? Because you came in... A whole day before I did. I got there really late Thursday night, like at midnight. Came in and went to bed pretty much. The scariest drive of my life. Oh my god, we were driving through the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and the fog was like... I don't know if you guys have seen this episode of Scooby-Doo, but there's an episode where the fog is so thick, Scooby takes a knife to it, cuts a circle out, and eats it like a sandwich. And let me tell you, that's what we were driving through to get to this place. Yeah, like somebody could have jumped in front of my car, like the grudge or some sort of rabid creature and yeah i would have just killed it there like, was a dog in the road on our way there and he was bright white so i think that's the only reason we saw him but he was happy as a clam he was like that car's not gonna run me over we're all best friends here and like obviously we didn't even get within six inches of the poor man but we just drove around him, but still, very scary woods. It took, like, an extra 20 minutes on top of what the GPS said because it was so, like, curvy and windy. And you know those country roads. They'll be like, you can go 700 miles per hour on this thing. We don't fucking care. And it's, like, going 35 feels like you're flying into the next dimension. Anyways, we got there Thursday night. Went to bed. Uh, Friday was the rehearsal dinner. And we didn't do much Friday morning. Like, we got some breakfast. Hit the grocery store. And that was kind of it. Friday was mostly chill. Um, the rehearsal dinner had a little bit of stress to it. Due to... Don't they all? Some people. But it, I guess it wasn't the end of the world. Um, it was mostly fine. We went home. And... <laughs> This was stupid, but still, we had to. Our Airbnb that we were staying at, me and my friend, we took the king bed, and that was attached to the master bathroom, which had a ginormous bathtub. Like, I've never seen a bathtub this large, unless it's, like, actually a mansion. And we managed to fit approximately a dozen people in this bathtub. Just because. Just because. Uh, we hadn't done anything weird or stupid like that in a while and i don't know i feel like people just get the urge when they see something small really large like how much can we fit in there exactly yep um and then friday night you showed up at one in the morning so this is where i come in friday um i had a wedding because it's very difficult for me to talk about weddings because I am a wedding and elopement photographer. If you're new here, hey, what's up? Hello. That's what I do for my job. And she's so, really good if you need one of those. Look up Collectively Jamie anywhere. You'll find me. Anyway, so when I say that I have a wedding, I specifically say I have a wedding when I'm photographing and I'm going to a wedding when I am a guest, but nobody else understands that lingo. So I'm like, I have a wedding this weekend and I'm going to a wedding and people are like, Whoa. What does that mean? 
And you went to like an incredibly short wedding, right? Yeah, they only needed me for a few hours. It was a super sweet, short, very small ceremony. It was adorable. We went and took some pictures by the river in Cincinnati. Cute, loved it. It was a good time. Um, and I left from there to get my husband Ryan, and we did not leave and get on the road until seven. Yep. Seven thirty probably. Um, so we got there at like one thirty in the morning, which. We were both falling asleep on the way there, and I... You were supposed to be there at one thirty in the morning. Um, it was 2. I don't do well when I'm sleepy. I'm way worse than anybody you've ever met hangry. I will start talking in my sleep, low-key hallucinating, and just overall a bad time. Like, I was talking to Ryan about seeing animals on the side of the road. There were not. Now, once we got to the country roads, that was a reality, but I was, like, saying this on the highway. Uh, I don't, so you're deranged at this point. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. We get there, go to bed, and then it's Saturday. And then everybody who's in the wedding party that's staying at our Airbnb leaves. There were five of us at the Airbnb that needed to get gone at about 10 in the morning. And then four people stayed there and they just attended the wedding at the wedding time. Yeah. And so we... The four of us who were not in the wedding party, we watched New Girl in the morning, had breakfast. We had to run to Target to pick up, um, I don't know, we just had to grab a few things. So we went to the store, came back, drank our coffee, and got ready. Um, That is not the day you had. No. I'm (laughs) going to be as nice as possible here because... Unfortunately, if you were on my side of the bridal party, it was a bit of a rough day. Um, I know that the other side might listen to this, and I'm not trying to hurt their feelings. It was a high-strung, stressful day. But if I come off rude, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So my bridal party side, we get there, and we see our bride doing setup. Um, So naturally, we go park, we get out, and we're like, what do you need us to do? Because... This lovely gal, Leah, works herself too hard. She's crazy. And we were like, <laughs> put shit down. I don't know, eat a snack. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, but the horrible thing about this weekend is not only is there a pandemic, not only is this a gay wedding in the South, there's a hurricane. In Tennessee. Not in Tennessee, but like... In Tennessee. <laughs> When a hurricane happens, the strong winds and weather can come up in all the way up to the fucking Midwest. And Tennessee is south enough to definitely get that type of shit. Um, so it is raining hard enough that nobody would want to be outside. But we're trying to put up tarps on a giant, giant like party tent. Um, and then me and one of the other bridesmaids... We're digging literal trenches around the tent in the rain. And so, like... Like, digging holes with shovels. I just need you to visualize this listener for a second. Like, this is not an exaggeration. (laughs) Um, We both... I mean, I'm weak. He wasn't feeling very great to begin with. Um, So, it was just kind of a miserable day. I was trying to put um, weights on the bottom of the tarps. I was trying to like do zip ties and shit and since I had my back bent over the water was dripping off the tent going down my back around my neck and like drowning me in the face. Yeah. Meanwhile we have this friend who I will not disclose their pronouns name or anything. We have a friend and they're not feeling well. They're feeling faint is the text message we got and I was like this person was going to be giving a speech at the wedding and I was like you know what you're just nervous, like, just... And you're doing hard work in the rain. Yeah, you're fine, just chill out. And they were like, I don't feel good. And I... We were following all of the CDC guidelines. Everybody, Everybody was wearing their mask pretty much nonstop. There was less than 50 people. Everybody was wearing their mask. The people who were staying in the Airbnb have already been around each other before this event. So it's not like... It was about as safe as you could get a wedding this size to be. Exactly. Anyways, um, unfortunately, the other bridal party 
was not helping us set up. I am unaware of what they were up to, but from the limited knowledge I have, it seemed like it might have been nothing. And we were outside for approximately three hours in the rain. And then we go back and we're like, okay, it's noon or one or whatever time. We're like, we have to get you ready because the photographer will be here at three. And our side was supposed to be taking pictures first. Um, somebody from the other bridal party was supposed to come and work on our bride's hair and makeup. They were nowhere to be seen. I'm not a hair and makeup gal. I think I've gotten a little better over the few years, but I did my bride's hair. You stocked up on those YouTube tutorials during quarantine. I think it looked decent. I do think somebody else could have done a better job, but I think she looked great and she's pretty to begin with, so. It wasn't hard. It wasn't that hard. Um, another bridesmaid started on her makeup and then the person who was supposed to be doing all of it showed up, but we were running late on time. We had bridesmaids like doing a train of stuff. Our two male bridesmaids were like, we don't fucking know what you want us to do. <laughs> I had uh, one of them blow drying me with a hair dryer because we'd been rained on so much. Like, everything was wet. <laughs> I'm so glad I brought, like, backup underwear, backup bra because it was needed for my <laughs> dress that barely fit because it was from Jamie's wedding. Um, but once we got outside for photos... Pretty much all of us had completely forgotten the frustration and anger from the past approximately 24 hours. And we were like, this is the best weekend ever. Nobody's upset. Like, we're having an incredible great time. I don't know what the photographer did to us, but we stepped outside. It wasn't raining. There was literally supposed to be thunderstorm, lightning. It was supposed to be pouring down rain. We were supposed to have to do the whole ceremony with umbrellas over us and the bride. Like literally no rain it was beautiful and we were like don't jinx it we're just doing photography there's still plenty of time it did not rain for the rest of the night the sun even came out for after ceremony photos it was absolutely beautiful like it's what they deserved it was magical i literally like i don't want to be negative but i absolutely cannot believe it did not rain yeah it was crazy um we showed up to the wedding. It was great. Food was great. Uh, the food was great. The ceremony was beautiful. Their the first gals dances lovely. were the most emotional. And to be nice to you two, they were lame dances. It was just like a very sh super short shuffle. And I understand you have big dresses. They're dragging in the mud. But like we were all still bawling our eyes out at the tables because we were we love them so much and everybody loves them. And I'd like to give a personal shout out to Nicole because she had on a princess ball gown and walked in it no problem. I don't understand how that works. I, as a wedding photographer, fluff dresses solid 20% of my day. She was a self-fluffer. Never seen one before. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. Both their dresses were really Oh my pretty. gosh, they were both incredible. Leah just had a longer train, and so she needed a little bit of Nicole's assistance, but she had her back. And then their magical photographer had literally sent, like, sneak peek photos, which is was, like, eight or ten of them, to them by the time we were doing wedding cleanup. It was incredible. So anyways, it was an incredibly long day. Um, by the time I got home, it was 9.30, but I had left our Airbnb at 10.30. So yeah. I was in incredible pain for the next three days. So we get back. Pretty much everybody showers. I showered right away, and I wasn't even digging. Um, yeah, I showered uh, Saturday night. And then we had till like 11 or whatever on Sunday to check out. The aforementioned friend who was staying with us was like, Hey guys, I still don't feel hot. Actually, they felt very hot. <laughs> and we were like, Haha. Fuck. Maybe just just for funsies, swing by a CVS and get a COVID test. Just just see what can happen. Well, it was positive. We are so happy and lucky to report that that is the only individual who has tested positive, which 
We are so sorry for that friend. We love them dearly. We do not wish this upon them. I hope they feel better soon, but we're very fortunate that nobody else contracted it. Which I think is this person's significant of. other might have it, but those two people sleep in the same bed and live together, so I don't think that's super wild to expect. But so far, everybody else has been tested and is negative, so that's pretty great. Um, goes to show what wearing your mask can do. So if you take away anything from this podcast, wear, wear a mask. mask. <laughs> um, and that's literally only the tip of the iceberg called our weeks. Yeah, so we're 15 minutes in and we've only described a weekend that happened a week ago. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> anyway. We only described last weekend. Yeah, so besides that, oh, you want me to go? Sure. So, my week's a little less eventful than Laurel's. Just barely, I'm sure. (laughs) We received new neighbors at our townhouse. Um, I know that before I said that we did not have new neighbors, but we do now. I haven't met them yet, but they swept my back patio for me last week. It's like an, it's a really large patio that that we share. Yeah. Um, so that was so kind of them. So I did their patio the other day, but and now don't it's even covered know in leaves again. Yeah, don't even know their names, but I respect them. No, even know his last name. Um, we got a new patio, which was an event. I finally unpacked our house, and I've been working like crazy. So we moved in September twelfth today, October sixteenth. I. Finally finished unpacking and cleaning stuff. It's that call, Mrs. Incredible, gives Mr. Incredible. Honey, I've unpacked the last box. He's like, we've lived there for three years. Honey, I unpacked the last box. Literally. And we don't even have that much stuff. Like, we have more than enough stuff for a person, but we're not hoarders by any stretch of the imagination. But you work from home, so your schedule's, like, kind of wonky. Like, you don't clock out at five and have, like, clear, like, "Hmm, this is my home time. I can do home stuff. But I've been working, um to like 9 p.m. so that's been fun um it's just the nature of October for any photographer I'm catching up on editing and by catching up I mean I'm, I'm really doing my darndest um yeah but I'm behind I've had to reschedule some photo shoots but things have been going okay I'm pretty excited um I feel like there was something else I wanted to tell the podcast but I'm sure I'll interrupt Laura at some point to share that why don't you take it away, Miss Stacy's mom has got it going on. I fucking hate that song. I know. So um, we get back from our trip late in the evening on Sunday. Monday, I typically don't go to work. Tuesday, I was like, I'm waiting for this person to find out if they have COVID. Um, Tuesday night, we find out that they do. So I stayed home from work for two days. And then... Since we found out they had it, um, I had to go get a test on Wednesday. I decided I can't miss that much work. So I paid for a $140 rapid test, which goes to show how much money Trump is wasting every fucking day getting a rapid test. Mm-hmm. Um, and he only pays seven fifty in taxes. What a bitch. Um, <laughs> the facial expression that went along with it said it all. I didn't need to add. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, um, so Wednesday, I go get it, says I'm negative. My jobs have asked that I stay home till Monday just to make sure, which kind of sucks, but it's not that bad. I can make my hours up. No biggie. Um, I'm staying at somebody else's house right now, which I'm grateful for, but gosh, do I just want to go somewhere else. I understand that. Um, what else? Oh. Okay, so Wednesday, another thing I had to do after I found out I was negative. Um, last time I talked to you guys, I am having period problems. If you're new here, hey, what's up, hello, we talk about our reproductive organs. If you don't like that, goodbye. Everybody does. If you're not talking about your reproductive organs, you ain't right. Um, <laughs> anyways, so I've been having a really long period, and it is also like super light like it is just barely happening enough for me to be like it hasn't stopped 26 days 
I'm on day 28. Ooh, I thought I was close. Um, but anyways, yes, that is an extremely long time. So I called, I had gone to the doctor probably like the day after our last, we recorded our last podcast and I was at, um, I think like 12, maybe 15 days. I don't know. Anyways, I go to the doctor and they're like, that is concerning. Um, why don't you just go home and we'll call you with your blood work and stuff. Good news, no baby, no STD, technically nothing wrong. Anyway, so I had talked to the doctor and they're like, well, we'll wait till we get your test back and then we'll let you know what to do. So they get my test back, it took too long. Um, and they were like, wait one more week and if it's still happening, give us a call. I had waited one more week, I give them a call on Wednesday. I get somebody who is not familiar with my case, whatever. She's like, well, I can get you an appointment to talk to your doctor on November 2nd. I'm like, I think I'll be dead by then. <laughs> yeah, I'll have bled out by that time. Thank you for asking. And I was like, well, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Yesterday, my doctor called. Well, she had put me on like a list for as soon as something opens up, like if somebody cancels or whatever, to get me in there. And she left a note for my doctor, which I think my doctor was already checking to see like if I called back. I got a call yesterday from the doctor's office saying, hey, your doctor, you know, like saw the note like that your period is still fucking happening. And she ordered me an ultrasound and some more blood work. Um, which I don't know what else they'll be checking for my blood two weeks later. I don't know what would have happened. Um, but I had to go to like a real fucking hospital an hour away. And these are the instructions they gave me for this ultrasound because they're checking to see if I have like a cyst or internal bleeding or something. We can 100% guarantee there is no baby in this oven. Like, don't be asking. It's not happening. No, baby. Maybe a slice. Any hoodle, I had specific instructions for this ultrasound, and it was one and a half hours before my appointment, which was at one thirty. so at 12, I needed to start drinking water. I needed to drink 32 ounces of water, which is like how much you're supposed to drink a day, right? Or... It depends on your weight, but... Approximately-ish? Sure. I don't know. Maybe half a day. I don't know how much water you're supposed to drink. I don't drink water. But I think you're it's supposed way to too much water for even an hour and a half, I would say. But I had to be done drinking my water an hour before my appointment, which would have been 1230. So I had 30 minutes to drink 32 ounces of water. But I also had to be at my appointment 15 minutes before the appointment. And it's an hour away. So I needed to leave at 1215 at the latest which would have given me 15 minutes to drink the water. Now, I grabbed some water bottles and drank them in the car, but I was getting one done every 10 minutes, just about. And like, you drink that much water, you've got to pee, but I'm not allowed to pee. I'm not allowed to pee. <laughs> um, I'm driving there and I'm about half an hour away when I'm like ready to piss my pants. Like I'm in pain. Pain. I'm practically crying because of how bad I need to pee. I've literally never had to pee this bad in my whole life. And I've gone a day without peeing before. And it's self-induced at this point. So I get there. I'm like waddling like you never seen before. I'm like about to cry in my chair waiting for them to call me back. And the nurse is like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like... I've never had to pee this bad in my life. And she's like, do you think you can pee just a little? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I've got the talent. I've got the skill. Please, you let me get even an ounce of pee out of me. I'll make it. Yeah. But if they had tried to touch me with a little ultrasound thing, I would have exploded. <laughs> Laura's texting me this and I'm like, Please pee on your doctor. Is that the content? <laughs> oh my goodness. When I had all my stomach problems when I was 14, I had to get an ultrasound. 
And I remember that I had to drink some water, but I think since they were doing ultrasound on my stomach, I didn't have to like drink gallons of water before I went. I don't really remember how it worked. And I, anyway, I, they were doing the ultrasound on my stomach and they were like, okay, we got all the information we need there. But while you're here getting an ultrasound, let's check your reproductive organs because let's just see, you're already here, you know? Let's check let's it out. Let's just keep going. It takes three doctors. So they had like the nurse, I, a nurse and two doctors who are like the big wigs come in. They thought I only had one ovary. And so this ultrasound that was supposed to be like 10 minutes long, it's now 30 minutes and they won't tell me what's going on. And then like, my mom finally is like talking to the nurse because my mom's back there with me because I'm 14. 14 yeah. You're like, oh my God, you're going to be touching me? Yeah. And um, the nurse was like, we think she only has one ovary. Finally, they found it, but she was like, how? Okay, that's I don't a little under- whack. I could understand if you were like doing an ultrasound on a larger person who I maybe has like a 75 lot of, pounds a at lot the time. of fat or something that it could be hiding behind. <laughs> I literally don't understand how anything could be lost in you. You could swallow a thumb attack, and that shit would be glowing bright red. I know. Anyway, so you you get all pushed on and viewed. Well, I get to the little room, and they're like, um, it was a nurse who was just doing this, and then they're going to send it to my doctor, and my doctor's going to call me. Great. The nurse is like, we have... A student practitioner, Dwayne, if you're comfortable with it, can he come watch? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I've been a student before. I know you need learning. Dwayne, come on in, bud. (laughs) Um, But I'm still about to piss my pants. And she's like, set your purse down. Go ahead, just pee a little bit. And Dwayne is like, I don't understand how you can just like... Shut it off. (laughs) Dwayne's impressed with my pee skill. (laughs) Is that a thing that all boys can't do or just certain? Because Ryan is mind blown that I can like pee a little bit. Clench it up. (laughs) Like, oh, I had to pee so bad. It was really difficult. Um, But when I laid down, she was like, oh, you must have had a lot in there because you were still full. (laughs) And like when she was pressing on me, like it was a little uncomfortable, but it wasn't like, I'm going to piss everywhere. Yeah. But uh, I I almost forgot a part. So I'm driving there. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to You Can Sit With Us, which is the Try Guys from YouTube, their wife's podcast. And they're talking about internal ultrasounds i didn't know that was a fucking thing i'm like if they asked me to do that i'm running out of that hospital with my legs clenched peeing on myself on the way out yeah they did ask if you're comfortable with it we'd like to do one but if you don't want to it's okay i said i would really rather not and they're like okay yeah absolutely Um, not happening but anyways, they checked me out. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, I just pulled my pants down to, like, my underwear waistline. And um, got done, wiped the gel off, and I went to the fucking bathroom for two minutes. Yeah, pretty much. I peed like there was no tomorrow. I swear to God, I just don't understand how there was that much liquid still left. But I get my purse, and they're like, okay, um, are you here for anything else? And I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to get a blood test. The blood test was the easy part. I was just really confused on where to go. And I finally get out of the hell that is the hospital. Yes. Then I decided I'm going to do another big girl thing. And I went and voted for the first time in my whole life. We didn't even say the fun fact. Oh, my fun fact for this week. We're half an hour in. I have two stickers. One is um, my name and the date for the hospital. And it says, thanks for not smoking. And then I have my Ohio voted sticker. Ohio voted. I don't know exactly why that's the term. Oh, oh, the I in Ohio is a different color. So it says, I voted Ohio. If you can't visually see this, 
or you don't get an Ohio low name sticker, you'll have no idea what we're talking about. Just Google it. Um, but yeah, Laurel's got two stickers and she I really did, took care of stuff today. I did early in-person voting because I'm registered for my mom's house, which is an hour away from where I live, which was only like 10 minutes from the hospital. And I was like, they're open. Let's go. Um, it was kind of scary just because there were so many people, a lot of Trump flags, but also a lot of Biden flags. Um, the place was packed. Really? That shocks me. Like parking lot wise. Um, the inside of the building didn't have an insane amount of people. Like it had a lot, but no more than 60. Um... But I went in, and the lady was like, have you voted before? And I was like, no. And she's like, do you want some extra help? And I was like, please. And yes, I know I could have voted sooner than this in my life. I just was not informed. And I also did not feel like we were going to be in a dictatorship in four years. You know, who could have thought? Who would have thunk? <laughs> Cue Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, it's just been a lot, but yes, I, I voted for the first time today and I feel like such a big girl. Yes. Going to I also literally never go to the doctor. Um it is my least favorite place to be. Dentist, no problem. I'll fucking go there for fun. Um Sure. But the doctor's <laughs> office <wouldn't. laughs> I'd rather die. Um and having to go to the hospital and have an ultrasound was much less fun. But at least I didn't have to shove that little metal thing in and, like, pry you open. Like it's a greasy old door. really the worst thing in the whole world. I'm not going to pretend it isn't. Had you had a pap smear and then they asked that, your no would have even been stronger. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, we're Oh, fine. and then something else crazy happened today. Which, Jamie has a similar story, which I'll let her tell after mine. Oh, yeah. Um, before the podcast, I was like, I want coffee. We do this almost every week. Yeah. Um, so we get in my car, and we go to get coffee. And we're sitting at an intersection, and I see a car pull into the gas station at this intersection. I'm like, that looks almost exactly like my dad's car. It's got the rust in the same place. It's got the same, like, John Deere sticker on the back. And we're at this light for a good minute, so I'm watching to see who gets out. And it's my fucking dad. And I have Jamie roll down the passenger window. And I scream, Dad! Larry! And he looks over and he's like, oh my god, that's my kid. And starts waving to me. I also waved. I wasn't sure what the appropriate response was. But he does not know me. I mean, I'm sure he knows me from stories. But he doesn't know me. Yeah. So but then we went and got our coffee. And now we're recording. I did my COVID test earlier this week at a Kroger Little Clinic because they said it would take two days to get my results back and I was going to be home for the next two days. So I'm not paying 140 bucks because I'm already not leaving. It was a win-win situation. So I'm waiting in the Kroger parking lot and I see a truck that looks familiar to me and a red-headed woman. And I'm like, mm, something's suspicious. And so I jump out of my car and yell, Mom! It was my mom. Uh, we both ran into our parents this week, not meaning to, running errands. And uh, my mom was like, came up to me and hugged me. And I was like, well, depending on how this goes, you should maybe not see anybody else. Um, I was not going to, but I'm not going to tell my mom no. So I wouldn't tell your mom no either. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was exciting. We, it's just a weird thing that happened. This week's been a lot. Yeah, we, we, we need a break. So we'll be back in just a minute. And we're back from our beautiful break. All right, so we're skipping pet peeves. We're skipping Tinder Tales. And we're doing what the heck we want, which is guilty pleasures. We feel like it's in the same realm. As pet peeves? Yeah. <laughs> Is my hair whack? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, my guilty pleasure for the week, um, it's not for the week, it's just sort of my guilty pleasure, is specifically keeping up with the Kardashians. The Kardashians themselves, nobody should support. They're not great gals. They 
what the fuck do they contribute to society? Not that you have to contribute something to society to be worth something, but I feel like they're taking away from society, which is not great. But the show Keeping Up With Kardashians just truly entertains me because they're so redonkulous. Um, that's really all I got to say is if that show's on, I'm probably not changing the channel. You were looking at me for some sort of affirmation and I've never seen an episode of that show just because the opportunity hasn't presented itself. But I'm not anti Also that when the show. show first came out, it was like it was quirky to not like them, but now it's like, ugh, oh my god, they suck. And like I said, I don't specifically like the Kardashians as people. I just think the show is entertaining as hell. Because obviously they only show the entertaining parts of their life. Yeah. I'm not ragging on you either because I was an OG fan of Dance Moms. I watched the first season of that. I can't um, physically watch an episode. Because at least with Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they're not always fighting. Yeah. Dance Moms, I've never watched more than 30 seconds of it be calm. No. Mm, that's the point. Um, Jojo Siwa was on Dance Moms. I just remember Honey Boo Boo. Was she on there? Or no. is that, uh... She had her own show. The little pageant children's show. Pageant child. Toddlers and Tiaras. Toddlers and Tiaras. That show's wild. Yeah. They'd have, like, a one-year-old drooling on itself. They'd be like, oh my god, look at that super cute, talented baby. I'm like... It's not doing anything. Yeah, that's wild. Um, yeah, so my guilty pleasure, and I'm not feeling guilty about it because I just like it. It's just the word, honestly. Um, is the first One Direction and Five Seconds of Summer album. I've been listening to those on repeat. I was an OG fan of that. I love One Direction and most boy bands. Um, I'm too old to know anything about BTS. I I don't get it. That has completely been lost on me. K-pop uh, and J-pop and all that stuff. Maybe it's fucking great. It's just too much for me to learn a new thing at this point. It's really confusing to me whenever there's like a viral tweet and there's like 400 replies of like this BTS fan cams. And I'm like, I just, I don't. We're not against it. We just I are answers. too old to learn a new trick. Just that new trick. But anyway, love One Direction. Um, if anybody wants to chat about that, hit me up. I could discuss it all day long. Or if you're a big time rusher, hit me up. But if you were a Zane girl. We don't need to talk to you. Yeah. Um, that's betrayal <laughs> and deceit. Um, You're a snake. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I've got strong opinions, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, this week, we thought we'd give advice about something we've already kind of given advice on. Not specifically in this format, but something Laura and I have educated you guys on more than once. The hospital, like I was already talking about. The doctor. In hospital... Doctor, dentist, chiropractor. Never been to that um, one. <laughs> never been there either, but tips, tricks, and... Hacks. Yeah. So, here's an important thing that I've learned about the dentist. Growing up, I only went to one dentist who was also my orthodontist when I had braces, so I had no exposure to anybody else. I've been to about three dentists since that time, and I kind of don't like them all, but here is a must-have when going to the dentist. There has to be a TV in the room because I've discovered that they'll just play TV while they're drilling in your mouth, and that makes it 10,000 times more bearable. Um, I'm not somebody who really dislikes the dentist. I've never had a problem with it, but the one that I'm currently going to that I'm trying to leave, the last two times... I've gone, I've been physically hurt by the dentist uh, by accident, and you know, I just, I would like to not get beat up just for getting my teeth cleaned, you know? I've only been to two dentists in my life. Um, I've had the same one since I had teeth up until I think I was like 18. Mm -hmm. um, and then my mom's job got new insurance, so I had to go to a different one. Let me tell you, 
first one, I didn't know that I had it so fucking good. Exactly. I had the same, like, technician or whatever, like, every time who cleaned my teeth. Same. It was this older woman, and she always asked me how I was doing. And she must have taken notes, because she always, like, remember what the last thing we talked about. And she was so fun and nice. Um, my doctor was a dude. Um, and he would just be like, honestly, you look good. Um, if you ever decide... He said this to me once. He said, if you ever decide you want braces, let us know, but it looks like your teeth will be fine without them. They would be better with them, but they'll be fine without. My new fucking dentist, I hate him. He gives me super creepy vibes. I always have a different technician, and I'm always just like kind of miserable there. I don't know. They're not as good at making you comfortable, Um, but every single fucking time I'm there, he's like, you want Invisalign? You want Invisalign? You want Invisalign? You want Invisalign? I'm like, I don't fucking want Invisalign. I want you to write it down in every fucking note section you could possibly find that I do not want it. Do not ask me again. I understand you want to sell it because it makes you money. And also, my teeth could be better. But I want you to leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Also, I've had a lot of cavities, unfortunately, because I'm just a piece of shit when it comes to brushing my teeth. There's something about it that just stresses me out. Uh, my mom made me really hate it when I was little, and now I'm like, just not the greatest at it. Um, wow, that's but, very interesting. When I was at my other dentist, I've had cavities filled there. No fucking problemo. I got my wisdom teeth taken out by a specialist. No problemo. New dentist? He filled some cavities like two years ago for me. I've never been more miserable. They had, like, my mouth permanently screwed open for the surgery. I was choking on my own drool. I was, like... It was almost as bad as how bad I had to pee today. <laughs> That's insane. But since we were talking about the wisdom teeth, let's move on to that one. Um, I can't give a lot of wisdom teeth advice. And I'm not going to say Laura can give great advice either because neither of us were in pain. Specifically me... I am a lightweight, in all forms of the word lightweight. I can take one NyQuil, fall on my face for 12 hours uninterrupted. I don't know what they give you before you get your wisdom teeth out, but that has to be illegal because... The stuff they gave me after... I was after, tripping. The stuff they gave me after, I was like, oh, I see why people get addicted to pills now. I uh, ate fried chicken the day after I got my wisdom teeth out, and I was fine. So, um, just take the medicine they gave you is uh, my biggest advice. If you're getting your wisdom teeth out in the 21st century, do not be scared. They put you to sleep. It doesn't hurt. As long as you take the pain pills they give you, like, you are good to go. I understand 10 years ago, it probably was pretty miserable. But these days, getting your wisdom teeth out is honestly kind of fun yeah if not, you get good drugs and you're not supposed to do anything for three days well i tripped and cried so i did not have a good experience at the drugs but i so obviously you're still like a little on anesthesia sleeping all that jazz when you get out of your surgery they're pushing me in a wheelchair to the car, and my mom's like, getting the car started, she has it pulled up to the door. And I'm like, I wonder why I'm in a wheelchair? And I learned real quick, um, it's because my whole body's still asleep. They like, try to help me up out of the wheelchair and into the car, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm okay. I stand up, smack against the side of the car, and fall to the ground. That's so funny. I feel like I might have told this before, so I'll just say it really quick. One time I came off anesthesia, and I was like, Miss Independent. <laughs> I did not want help. And um, I was like, I'm walking to the car. And the nurse was like, okay, go off, sis. Um, I could not walk. But at the time, I was 4 foot 11 and weighed, like, not even 80 pounds. So she just carried my ass and threw me into the back of the car and was like. <laughs> she was like, throw this little rag doll in there. Yeah, she was like, you're small enough that I can just carry you. I do wish that I had, like, said something funny during or after in the car ride because I was still you really up don't. and stuff, but I, I wasn't funny. I posted on our college's Facebook page. Jamie was a little funny. Uh, yeah. 
Anyway, um, finding a general doctor that you like is near impossible, but if you do, hold on to them for dear life. Bribe them to not quit their jobs. I don't know what to say. My best recommendation is see if your mom's doctor will take you. If yes. You're lady, um, if you're a dude, I imagine your dad does not have a general doctor. Yeah. My, uh, I don't have the same doctor as my mom, but I go to the same place. I have a male doctor. His name is Jason. I don't know his last name. Never called him doctor, whatever. I just call him Jason. So, Jason. Derulo. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> Jamie's doctor is Jason Derulo. He's great. I love him. <laughs> Jason Derulo. He's so fun. Um, and he's real sassy. So, he's a good time. Um, took a long time for me to find one, though. I had a very bad male doctor beforehand, so I was like, I don't another male doctor but my mom basically forced me to go to the doctor she was like who knows when the last time you went to the doctor it was and I was like I don't know 16 17 Mm -hmm. because I absolutely won't go unless there's something wrong and well I had to go because there's something wrong um but when I went a few weeks ago the doc was like oh you haven't been here in a year and a half and I was like well I mean you told me I didn't need to come back if nothing was wrong and I was like I'd rather die than be here right now honestly um, if you're going to a lady doctor, OBGYN, wear stretchy pants. Don't wear jeans. Um, you can wear jeans and completely undress. Um, but when you're doing something simple that doesn't require undressing all the way, jeans you pretty much have to take off all the way. Unless you just are really skilled with your jeans. Especially if you're wearing skinny jeans. Maybe that's the recommendation. No skinny jeans. Um, Honestly, wear sweatpants. Yeah, the first time I went to the gynecologist, I wore high-waisted skinny jeans that buttoned up the front. So I just had to take my pants off. There was no option to just, like, take them a little bit off. Oh, when you go to the hospital, wear a tank shirt. What do you mean? Like a tank top. Oh, okay. Um, You're gonna get your arm shoved with some needles. I wore a sweatshirt today. I had to take my sweatshirt off and just sit around in my bra to get all my shots and stuff because I have no shirt on. Yeah. Or even consider, you know, if a hoodie's not your jam, wear like a button-up flannel. You can unbutton it, like pull the shoulder down. Great. I needed my whole arm accessible, so I would really recommend tank top, short sleeve, a jacket over whatever you're wearing. I don't know. Just don't wear only a shirt that is long sleeve and don't think that you're going to be able to roll your sleeve up enough because you aren't you just aren't if you are scheduling an eye doctor appointment nothing else important can go on after the rest of that day i didn't remember them being that bad and the last one i went and got i was like ready to just roll on the floor until i died um, that was when I was experiencing my weird fainting thing, and the doctor was like, hey, I'm an eye doctor, so I don't really know, but you look like you're gonna black out, are you okay? And I was like, and you almost did. I almost did. Oh, goodness. A doctor was like, are you okay? As you're dying, and you're like, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fucking good, fam. <laughs> um, and that's on being an Enneagram type nine. <laughs> I don't want to create conflict, I'd rather just pass in peace. Also, this is my biggest tip circling back to the general practitioner. Sorry, it's a little bit all over the place. Find somebody who listens to you. And I got this tip from my grandma. She says, when I'm talking to a doctor, I don't want to talk to the top of their head because they're writing stuff down. I want to talk to a person. My doctor lets me say everything I need to say. Half the time, it's not even about what's wrong. I'm like, this is a cute picture of my dog, and I wanted you to know what she looked like. And I just go on, like, a 10-minute tangent. And then he addresses my problems. He asks me a really thorough amount of questions. Don't deal with somebody who will write you off. You deserve to if be heard. If they say, you're probably okay, fuck that bitch. Um, like I was having fainting spells and I was really dizzy and I didn't feel right. And my doctor was like, that could be anxiety, but I don't want to write you off just because you're a 20 year old, 20 something year old female who probably has anxiety like the rest of them. I'm going to do blood tests, 
an EKG. He ordered so many tests that I had to do. Pee test to make sure I was okay before he was like, hey, let's talk about mental health, sis. How's it hanging? Mm. <laughs> and yeah, some doctors give you way too many tests, but if they're just like, we're gonna check your blood and pee, see what's up. They're probably trying to be nice. Also, this is for any nurses out there. If you're running a test on somebody... Well, first off, were you a bitch in high school? If you're running a test on somebody and you see a semi-negative result, maybe just double-check before you tell somebody you have a clogged artery because that's what I was told. Not artery. They said I had a clog in my arm, so that was what was wrong with my heart. She mixed up the arm and the leg thing. The doctor fixed it and I was fine. But she told me that before she double-checked. And then he was like, your heart rate's really high right now. And I'm like, yeah, because you just told me that I had a blood clot in my arm. And I don't know how intense that is. So maybe, mm. maybe just double-check before you tell somebody bad news. Um, I don't know if that's in the nurse's handbook or whatever the heck they give you guys. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to tell you how to do your job, but... That That is how I'm going to tell you how to do your job. I think that's probably all the doctor advice we have. I, like I said, I try to literally never be there. I'm only going because my period is now at a month long. One last gynecologist tip. Don't go. <laughs> Unless you're in pain. Okay, Jamie and I are not currently having active sex with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so I would say we're probably <laughs> fine to just really skip it. But if you're an active gal or guy or they, them, non-binary, nobody, nothing, um, maybe check it out. Go. But reward yourself afterwards because you deserve it. And I think that's going to be the end of this podcast. If you have questions, comments, concerns, a horrific vaginal issue you want to share with us. No pictures. <laughs> Only stories. You can email us at two pals in a pod or you can message us through our Twitter at two pals in a pod. And we will actually be back next week with our regular scheduled programming. Bye. Deuces, man. Mm-hmm.